Hey, Katie, Katie, naked lady, what offends you? I forgot that's what we're doing first. You're so stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm ready now. Okay. I feel like I should leave this in just to show everybody <laughs> what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Uh, what offends me? Oh, hold on. Let me let me restart. <laughs> Three, two. Hey, idiot. So, <laughs> all right. Hey, Katie, Katie, naked lady, what offends you? When people say they refuse to eat leftovers. And welcome to Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Katie, Katie, Naked Lady. Hi. We are back. I feel like like we did well. We didn't do one last week, but we did. We recorded one two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But we got these brand new kick-ass fucking mic stands. We feel like a legit studio now. We're not on like Goodwill bought things with with like games games that, stacked under. Yeah, we actually have like a legit like crane. I'm not hunched the, over. It's called mic stands. Called? A crane. <laughs> of the claw. The claw. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I can move it. I'm moving it right now and you can't even hear it. Like, oh, this is a game changer. This is a game changer. We're probably not going to sound any better, though. What do you mean? Like, we're, we're still going to have the same quality pon- podcast. Like Pondcast? Pondcast. I have ass mouth tonight, okay? Trust me, I can tell. So... We're going to do a couple things, maybe be a little short. It depends. We're going to play Answer the Internet to end the show. I'm very scared. The bar stool game. I've, I can't remember if we played this on... I feel like we have. It's, if we have, it's been quite a while. Yeah. We haven't really played a whole lot of games lately. Um, I Too do, much shit to talk about. Right. Um, I, I don't know if we've played this on the show or not, but if you don't know what this game is, it's basically like... Would you rather, basically. Fucked but up with would you Very rathers. fucked up. Yeah. So we'll play that at the end. And <laughs> why do you go for like the part, like the thing <laughs> on like the mic stand, you go for the part that's going to make the I most sound. I touch it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's, yeah, you got to stop that. That's vibrating like the thing now because uh-huh. you touch the spring. Don't touch the spring. Just touch around the spring. Jesus Christ, Katie. <laughs> I'm a sensory, I don't know, I like to touch things, okay? That's what she said. Um, But anyway, let's uh, get right into it. Let's get into, uh, you know what? First off, let's send some positive wishes, some positive vibes over to John Moxley. He entered himself into an inpatient rehab facility for alcoholism. Oh, fuck, really? Um, Yeah, so he's going to be out of action for a little bit on AEW. so he's, I don't, I guess tonight, well, so we're recording this on Wednesday about two hours before Dynamite kicks off, which by the way, TNT on Wednesday nights is fucking just like the thing I've always wanted in life, Stacked. by the way. It's Dynamite, and then right when Dynamite ends, the second it ends, it goes right into NHL hockey, and tonight on TNT is AEW Dynamite, followed by the St. Louis Blues and the LA Knights, or LA Kings, like... 
let's go. I mean, that's this is everything I wanted. And you two came out with the new song. Literally, you two came out with a brand new song an out like thirty minutes ago. Like, what a day! What a fucking day! There's, I shouldn't even, there shouldn't even be a heel. This this is my face. Like <laughs> the, the stacked day that you have. Yeah, I mean, I love it. This is Todd's day. All right, this is this is Todd's day. Fuck Scorpio season. This is Todd's day. Fuck you. Fuck you. But anyway, uh, but positive vibes over the Moxley. Um, then we off TV for a while, so I, I'm assuming tonight on Dynamite we find out who is going to replace him in the tournament, or if he's getting replaced, or if Orange Cassidy just gets a buy into the next round of that championship tournament. Um, I'm intrigued to see what happens and how they handle it. Yeah, and. All of a sudden, they had CM Punk start calling out Orange Cassidy on Twitter. So maybe mm. Punk steps in his spot, and the finals at Full Gear will be CM Punk and Brian Danielson now. Woo! Oh, buddy. AEW is just on another level. Their roster is so deep, is stacked. Because they're not depending on two or three key players mm-hmm. for their all of their entire storylines. Right. Because, like... People get sick. People have babies. Right. Bad shit happens. Like, I, like people, you know, get canceled or they say they, you know what I mean? Like right. anything could happen and you're running a live TV program that airs weekly or like twice a week, whatever. And so when you don't have just three people running the business, you have a lot more fucking options right. and it keeps your audience happy. Right. Um, one of the things that I love, though. I don't. I don't even know. Actually, I take that back. One of the things I wish that they would. I wish they they could change is maybe not have a pay per view right now. I feel like it's too quick between Full Gear and All Out. Mm. I feel like that's the only time I ever think AEW is too quick on doing another pay per view because there's such a like gap in between Double or Nothing and All Out, and I think that's why All Out's always so fucking good, or the build at least is always so good. All Out because they have so much time to like prepare. Right. Uh, Revolution is another one where they don't have another after next week they don't have another pay-per-view at least until February I think which is it's not that far I guess it's it's about the same time period I guess between All Out and Full Gear I don't know this just I think it's just because it's been so good that it doesn't feel like it's been two months since All Out right I guess that's what it is that's totally what it is it's been that good you're just like, there's no downtime to be like, when's right. the next pay-per-view? Right. Uh, but, yeah, let's send all the positive vibes to John Moxley. Hopefully he can get back to action pretty soon. And you know, and you know what? Good on him. Good on him for just being like, I have a problem. I need to go get, get it taken care of. Yeah. And I wonder if he's been, if this was like a thing for a while, and now he's just like, I got to go get it taken care of because he has a kid now. Yeah. I mean, people change when you have kids. So. Right. I'm, it's kind of funny. I don't. Don't take this. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but even on the show, his face kind of looks like he's tired. He probably is exhausted. Right. He just he just looks tired. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, he gets the help he needs yep. and gets back on his feet. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's get into face and heel of the week. Do you want to go? Sure. Am I doing both at the same time? Sure. Okay. My face is saw. Um, I watched it for the first time Damn. ever. I was ter- I'm terrified of scary movies. Watched it. Was happy about it because it's a good type of movie. Did we talk about this last week on the Halloween episode? Uh, I can't. I couldn't remember. No, because we watched Saw after Dugan came on because that was two weeks ago. 
Ah, okay. So which we still haven't watched uh, Blair Witch. No, we still we still need to watch that. Um, maybe it'll have to wait till next Halloween <laughs> season. <laughs> um, but my my face Sorry. is saw. I don't think I can watch any of the other saws because apparently there's bad needles in the Ooh. one, and it gets a little too gory. Like it's peak goriness for me. I can't do much more. There's a game in the second one you can definitely not watch. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. Anyways, I have not watched it. It came out when I was like 15 in high school, and I was too big of a fucking baby to watch it then. Glad that I watched it now. Um, my heel, though, is the fucking nightmares that ensued after I watched Saw. I didn't get any sleep that night. I woke up at fucking 3 a.m. because our door was rattling downstairs, and I was thinking that there was somebody breaking in to steal me away to lock me in a fucking room. So that's my heel, is that I take scary movies quite literally in my dreams so didn't get any sleep the night after that but yeah that's my face and heel damn that was quick i was prepared i didn't have any ranting things i know i thought you were gonna go a little longer um my face is bleachers because we just saw them last night and it was a great show it's my third time seeing them they just don't put on a bad show they're really good another face you too new music Love it. It's off the Sing 2 soundtrack. And you can tell it's for a movie, but it's really good. Reminds me of their song, Window in the Skies, if you've ever heard that. Um, what's really good about this song is the chorus and the parts with the edge. In this song, I mean, when the edge comes in, it's just like this song's complete. Right. But the song is called song, uh, Your Song Saved My Life. And last year when Bono turned 60, he put out a playlist called or he put out like his whole thing called 60 songs that saved his life because he turned 60 and it's all, it's a whole playlist of songs and music. It's cool because it's so that playlist is so diverse also in the 60 different songs like Bowie's on it. Kanye West is on it. Billie Eilish is on it. Adele's on it. Like it's a Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen. Like there's all these different, the Beatles, all these different types of people, all these different artists are all on this playlist. Like it's a really fucking good playlist. It's different. Um, but it almost makes me think, like, was this just a fucking hype machine just for this song and for the movie? Like, Probably. I mean, brilliant marketing. I was going to say, Bono knows what he's doing by now. But they are on, U2 is on the way back. It seems like that they're going to go back on tour. They will announce a tour pretty soon. Um, from what I've heard is that they're back in the studio working on a new album also. Ooh. And next year is the... I think the 30th anniversary of the Zoo TV tour, which if they go back on tour, like how they did that Joshua Tree tour a few years ago, holy fucking balls are we going. We're going like multiple times. We're going to different cities because that's how good the Joshua Tree tour was. Thank God I saw it once. Thank God we went to Indianapolis and saw it because... Um, they canceled in St. Louis because of the yeah. riots. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. I always wish that they would have just played that night because I don't think they would have because the rioters like I don't think they would have gone towards that way. They were staying in the loop and they were staying like they weren't that in that direction. Right. I don't know. But you could see I could see Bono in the edge and just the rest of the band being would feel immensely guilty if like one of their concert goers was in like an altercation and died or got seriously injured. Right. Um they would have because they're all about social justice and all of that, and it's like they wouldn't want. 
I don't know. The right. riots obviously got out of hand, but oh yeah, hundred um, percent. So yeah, that's my face. Bleachers. If you haven't heard Bleachers, I want to try. I'm going to start. I'm going to try to remember to do this. But your album of the month for October for me at least, anyways, was "Take the Sadness Out of Saturdays" by Bleachers. It's a great album. Uh, definitely go check that out. And if you never heard of Bleachers, I highly recommend just go checking out like their stuff because they're so good. They're so good. Uh, Jack Antonoff is the lead singer. He's written. He is a very well respected songwriter in the music industry as he has written music for Taylor Swift. Uh, I want to say Billie Eilish and like Bieber, several big name uh, Harry Styles. Like he's worked with all these people to the point where Bruce Springsteen even helped produce his new, Bleachers' new album. Like, Bruce Springsteen doesn't do a lot of, like, features and stuff. He's kind of his own thing. Most, one of the only people he really works with a lot is Bono. And, I mean, he's been with other people before, but he doesn't do it as much. But the fact that he was, like, apparently reached out to Jack Antonoff was like, I would like to help you because you, you have a very similar style to, like, myself, apparently, is what he said to him. Um, which he does. When you listen to Bleacher's music, you're like, this sounds like Bruce Springsteen. It does. It just has a newer feel yeah. to it. Yeah. And he dresses like Bruce Springsteen, Oh, my too. gosh, yeah. He dressed so much like Bruce Springsteen last night and danced like mm-hmm. him. And it's just, <laughs> it's just like so, photocopy. But He was so confused, too, by the way, last night. He's like, are we in St. Louis? Are we not in St. Louis? Because we, we were at the factory last night, which is out in Chesterfield. And he's like, I don't, I don't get this. He's like, are we... Do we still call it St. Louis? Is it St. Louis County? Where are we at? Chester or whatever? Chester. (laughs) He's like, here we are tonight in Chester fuck or wherever we are. Like, that maybe is fucking hilarious. It was like, man, St. Louis is so confusing. Right. We're so diff. We're so unique than when compared to other cities. Like St. Louis, we're we're our own. It's our own thing. (laughs) Our own thing to do this. Ah, I Poppy. <laughs> and that was David S. Pumpkins. Uh, but Jack Antonoff, you might know him better as the lead guitarist for the band Fun. Remember them? Um, he wrote all their music also. So, I mean, this guy is very talented. Very fucking talented. I'm pretty sure he wrote Shake It Off. I'm almost oh. positive he did. Like, he is very fucking talented. The only con I have on him is that he used to date Lena Dunham. I don't know who that is. She was like the main chick from the TV show Girls, and she like she was like extreme, extreme, extreme left. But then all this shit came out about her, and that's why she hasn't been in the public eye like in a while. Oh, really? Yeah, like she's crazy. She's a crazy person. She's psycho. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bleachers definitely go check them out. Album of October definitely take the sadness out of Saturdays. Go check it out. And I got this kick-ass vinyl, which was a tour exclusive, which shows all the tour dates on it. Which I've never seen a band do that before. I think that's really cool. It's pretty cool. Like, that would... If I'm so happy bands don't do that, because I would buy every fucking vinyl at every show. <laughs> it would make so much more money. And I got, like, one of the last ones, too. Like, I got lucky. That was literally two left, and I got one of them. Not a big deal. Um, my heel is the NHL. The NHL is going through some fucking weird shit right now. And it's it's very evident to me that this is all mishandled by a lot of it has to do with the mishandling from the commissioner, Gary Bettman, who apparently is on the hot seat. Owners are not happy with him with his mishandling of a bunch of shit, including like racial issues, how they're not pushing the game a little more and the marketing issues. They're not pushing the game enough. Um, 
bunch of other shit. There's been three lockouts with him, and it's there hasn't been any lockouts previous to him. Three since he's taken over as commissioner. There was almost one again last year or two years ago. Then they came to an agreement, and it's like, why is this motherfucker keep letting this shit happen? There's a bunch of other things I'm drawing the blank on. I really don't want to get too, too much into it. One of the big things, though, that I really kind of want to, the reason why. Um, You're bringing it up? Yeah, that I'm bringing it up is the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. Um, oh, my God. This is, without a doubt, one of the crazier stories I have heard in a long time. Okay, so um, I'm going to read off this little article by NPR talking about it. I mean, that just shows you how big this is when NPR is talking about hockey. Right. NPR doesn't normally talk about hockey. So um, back in, I want to say, I want to say back in June, a person who called himself John Doe, stating uh, anonymous for a while, uh, came out and filed a lawsuit. I can't, okay, it started in May filed a lawsuit against the Chicago Blackhawks in May for a sexual assault claims against the then video uh, coach for the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, and everybody's probably at that time, like what the fuck, like what's going on? Right. So, um, cause it's kind of unheard of for sexual allegations to be made in a male right. world. Yeah. And that's why people are like, they even said this on spit and chicklets. They're like, he's 200 something pounds why didn't he get up and punch the guy in the face he's like he was 19 years old at the time and he was threatened that he would never play in the nhl ever again he's a kid yeah he doesn't know any better he freaked out yeah that's how predators get you is they threaten something that you love dearly or if you have some you know cocaine addiction or something and they throw that in your face like right i think the other players that are alleging it there has to be some dirt there has to be some some gambling or drug. No, I don't think something. so anymore. You don't think so? No, not anymore. I just think like dirty little that, secrets. Now, after watching his interview, no, that I cried during his interview. Oh, I mean, I, it's like I'm saying, even was, if you have, he was crying his eyes out. I'm saying, even if you have dirty little secrets, that's no by no means justification for you to go through what no. you what you're going through. I'm just, it doesn't make you any less of a person. No. I'm just saying, predators. Find weak links right. and weak weaknesses in people, and they I, use that against you. Right, and I think he targeted this player. Um, his name is Kyle Beach. He was revealed last Wednesday. He came out finally, and so I'm just going to read the article. A former Chicago Blackhawks player came forward publicly as a man who filed a lawsuit against the Chicago Blackhawks over how the organization mishandled his sexual assault allegations. In a televised interview on Wednesday night, last Wednesday night, Kyle Beach revealed himself as the previously anonymous John Doe who filed a lawsuit in May against the team. According to his allegations, Beach had complained to the team leaders back in 2010 that video coach Brad Aldridge sexually assaulted him. Upper management of the Blackhawks ignored his complaints until the team won the Stanley Cup that season. On Tuesday night, an independent investigation confirmed that Beach's claims confirmed Beach's claims. After 100 after the 107-page report was published, the team ousted two top officials who were there at the time of Beach's assault. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks general manager Stan Bowman and senior director of hockey operations Al Mike Mac Isaac, I think is how you pronounce his name. Mac Isaac. I don't know. 
Fuck, I'm not good with names. That's okay. Never been good with names. <laughs> I was doing good so far. You you butcher everybody's equally, okay? That is true. Um, <laughs> Beach, who is now a professional hockey player in Germany, said during the interview with TSN that he felt vindicated by the report. It was no longer my word against everybody else's, he said. In late June of 2021, the law firm Jenner and Block was hired by the Chicago Blackhawks to conduct an independent investigation into Beach's claims from his lawsuit. The report broke down the circumstances and reaction to John Doe's uh, assault. In 2010, Beach, who was then 20 years old, sorry, 20, not 19, not like it's that big of a difference. No, you're still a child. Right. Um, Beach, who was 20 years old, joins the Chicago Blackhawks as a black ace, a player added to the team's roster during a playoff run after the player's minor league season is over. Uh, they they can fill in for a regular season. They can fill in for a regular season team member if needed. The Chicago Blackhawks were in the midst of what would become a Stanley Cup run. Aldridge, who was 27 at the time, was the team's video coach. He invited Beach to his apartment during the second week of May, providing dinner and drinks. Beach said Aldridge threatened his place in the team and sexually assaulted him sexually assaulted him that night. To be honest, I was scared mostly. I was fearful. I had my career threatened. I felt alone and dark, he said, of the days after his attack. Beach went on to report uh, the assault to other te- to other members on the team. I was doing good until that fucking name fucked me up. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, mental skills coach and team counselor Jim Gary shared Beach's allegations with other leaders of the Chicago Blackhawks, including President uh, John McDonough, Vice Executive Vice President uh, Jay Blunk, and Assistant General Manager Kevin uh, Dayoff and Head Coach Joel Quinville. This is where Quinville comes into play. At first, I was kind of sticking up for Quinville. This so you're is, like, maybe he didn't know? But or? I'm, I'm not reading this article for a second. I'm giving my opinion on this. Just for the listeners. I was sticking up for Quinville a little bit. But now I'm kind of like, fuck Quinville. The you knew fucker this was knew. happening. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fucker knew. And it's like, come on. This is like, even Whitney and Biz even said, I don't get it. It's like, I get you're in a Stanley Cup run and like you don't. So. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get into my, that opinion here in a second. I'll get into that. Just I want to keep with this. The front office met and decided to avoid uh, decided to avoid a bad publicity as the team approached the playoffs. The team's leaders didn't make the allegations public or remove Aldridge from the team until well after the team won the Stanley Cup that year. Uh, after the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, the team allowed Aldridge to remain on the team and celebrate the win. He even got a day with the cup. Uh, Beach said witnessing his abuser celebrating with the team made him feel like nothing. It made him feel like it, uh, he didn't exist. It made him feel like uh, that Aldridge was in the right and he was in the wrong, which is fucked up. Um, according to the investigation, according to the investigators' reports, Aldridge also made sexual advance on a Chicago Blackhawks intern who was 22 years old uh, during the team's uh, Stanley Cup run that year. Also, only later in June did the Chicago Blackhawks director of human resources meet with Aldridge and offer him a chance to undergo an investigation into what happened with Beach or to resign. Aldridge resigned but received a severance and a playoff bonus and continued to be paid a salary for several months. Can I just say I'm not fucking surprised? No. Uh, He was allowed to even bring the Stanley Cup for a day in his hometown. His name was engraved on the trophy. He received the championship ring, and he even attended the Stanley Cup banner-raising ceremony. He went on to work with the United States Hockey 
with the USA Hockey, the University of Notre Dame, Miami University in Ohio, and a high school in Michigan. While in Michigan, at the high school in Michigan, Aldridge was arrested and pleaded guilty in 2013 to fourth-degree criminal sexual conduct involving a minor. Beach said Aldridge's arrest for the incident in Michigan gave him the power to come forward. Former top officials also moved on to other teams. Quinville is the head coach of the Florida Panthers, and Sheldayoff is the Winnipeg Jets general manager. Both men are scheduled to meet with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman about the findings of the investigation. Well, now that we're caught up to today, Joe Quinville has been fired, uh, and nothing is happening to the Winnipeg Jets general manager, because apparently he had no idea of it, because Quinville hid it from him. He never told him. Exactly. Um, And as of today, Aldridge's name has been crossed out and sketched off the Stanley Cup. Where where it should have never been in the first place. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, so Quinville hid it from their general manager at the time, or their president. What was he? The, I've lost, I forget what he was, a shovel day off. He was the assistant general manager at the time. Okay. So what's funny to me is that the, after Beach finally came out and revealed himself last week in one of the hardest videos I think one could ever watch because he just details, he doesn't really detail, he doesn't go into detail on exactly what happened. Which he has but no reason. They, to, he has no. They, he has no responsibility right. to do that. TSN because, asked him not to go into full detail, only because of the children that were like watching. Well, Even though I also think the children should hear it, so that way they know when a predator is coming at them. You why know? you should use words I'm, like penis and vagina right. instead of like your no no square. I'm sorry, but like we are sensitizing too many people right now, yeah. and we are not showing them what needs to be seen. Like I'm sorry, yeah, nine eleven is very hard to watch. It's very hard to learn about, but we need to learn about it, and we need to see those pictures. We need to see all of that. We need to see it over and over. We need to know about it, and we need to learn about it, so that way we can respect one another. We need to know the details about this. Yep. So that way, if you ever have or ever in a situation like that, you know how to handle it or at least find some help. And what's fucked up is that in uh, that interview, he breaks down, and he, Kyle Beach, feels guilty because he didn't do more and it would have prevented a minor getting sexually assaulted. Um, two players at the university of Miami of Ohio were also sexually assaulted. They came forward after that interview. See, I thought this were all NHL players like well into their careers when, when I like literally until 30 seconds ago, I didn't realize oh, yeah. these were all very, very young yeah, he's, people. Yeah. That's why I said the thing about like the cocaine or the gambling, like mm-hmm. there could be some deep dark secret, but no, these were just, People who yeah. wanted to do well in their career and were very young and right. were didn't have a lot of power. Um, I'm going to finish out this article real quick. After Beach's interview, the Chicago Blackhawks issued a statement apologizing for their failure to quickly respond to his assault. The team said it was inexcusable for the then executives of the Chicago Blackhawks organization to delay action uh, regarding the reported sexual misconduct. No playoff game or championship is more important than protecting our players and staff from predatory behavior. Fuck that. I know. It, that's This part of the article is titled, Blackhawks are playing defense. On Twitter, self-described fans and other heavy uh, and other users heavy critici- heavily criticized the team for its actions with Beach and for their statement. According to journalist 
Rick Westhead, who interviewed Beach on Wednesday on TSN, the Chicago Blackhawks lawyers requested a court requested a court dismiss from the lawsuits of Beach and an unnamed alleged victim of Aldrich. This was reportedly done to discuss a settlement for both men. I don't think they took the settlement. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like, I don't know about the other, you know, J- John Doe, but like mm-hmm. Beach probably made his money and is like, right. fuck this guy. He doesn't need fifty, sixty thousand dollars, which is probably what the settlement would end up being. Uh, Be- maybe, maybe a hundred thousand dollars. Right. I don't know. On uh, the final paragraph of the article, Beach said he'd like to turn his story into an opportunity to help others uh, with potential victims. I know I'm not the only one, male or female, and I buried this for ten years, eleven years, and it's destroyed me from the inside out. Uh, and I want everybody to know in the sports world. In and in the world that you are not alone, that if these things happen to you, you need to speak up and get some help immediately. Um, it's it's just a wild, wild story. And the uh, general manager for the Chicago Blackhawks, Stan Bowman, actually resigned this last uh, last week. Good. Too. Uh, it was literally, I think, the next day after that interview came out. He denied it. This is what's fucked up, especially with him and Quinville. They both denied it for months that they had no recollection of this. They had no idea. And now they're both like, we knew. And we hit it. And then Quinville got fired. And then Stan Bowman resigned. This kind of circles back into the Gary Bettman bullshit of why are you not automatically just firing him? Why did you let him resign? Right. Fire him. Right. Why did you have to meet with Joel Quinville? And now Gary Bettman also said Joel Quinville would like to coach again in the NHL. He needs to go through a series of interviews with himself and other higher officials with the National Hockey League, which I think is ridiculous. I don't think you should be allowed to coach ever again. Exactly. You put one of your play. You let your player play in literally hell. And you know what they told Beach, by the way? They told Beach that. We need to focus on hockey because we're in the middle of a Stanley Cup run. We'll talk about this after, and they never did. Several players have come out, several retired players, I should say, have come out and said that they knew and they supported Beach the entire time, and they were also pushing for something to happen, for something to happen. Then finally, as the years went on, it was just kind of like it just faded away like anything else does when something doesn't get done. Right. Um, we have not heard anything from like Chicago Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze or Patrick Kane or anything like that, and I don't suspect I don't su- suspect that we will anytime soon. Um, They'll probably finish out their careers, yeah, and then probably say something. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's such a stupid fucking thing. It's like I don't understand what's going on. Um, there's been some other shit going on too. I think there was another sexual assault law case, or lawsuit going on now with the Pittsburgh Penguins. It's like, what is going on? Can I can I say something? Yeah. And let me preface all of the victims in in this sexual assault scandal, whatever's going on. I this is not like to any in any way, shape, or form like hurt them or devalue their situation. Like, I, I, I see them and I hear them. I am enraged on behalf of all of the fucking sexually assaulted women mm-hmm. who are like, like, now men are going to understand. Now men are like, oh, I understand. Like, like it took men to get sexually assaulted mm-hmm. 
for men to I'm not saying all men, but for for people who enjoy sports and be like, oh, not all men, not all men do that. Like it took men to get sexually assaulted 10 years ago coming out. And now there's more and more and more for you fucking men to be like, oh, that could happen to me. Yeah. Like, like I'm, I, I am enraged and I am so sorry it happened to those men. And I am not trying to say like your, your experience isn't important because it is, but it, it just fucking pisses me off that it took men to get sexually assaulted for it to become fucking national news for actions to fucking happen. Because you know what? Bill Cosby drugged and raped women and he's fucking walking the streets right now. Right. So fuck I'm sorry, fuck men. I'm sorry, fuck men, because y'all don't get it until it happens to one of you. Women will scream from the tops of the buildings and as loud as they fucking can and say, this fucking happened to me. Men are like, eh, rapes happen. Right. Ah, um, I, you got your boobs touched or you were scared in a grocery store. Like, uh, so it's, I it's- hope that something good comes from this for all genders and for all people. It just literally... Right. It enrages me for the fact that they were victims of a predator. That's just fucking sad. And it's fucking terrible for anybody who's a victim of a predator. I'm just fucking enraged that... I can't even say all men that are in my life care about it now because that's not true. But it's like for the general population of men. I'm just generalizing. It just fucking pisses me off. So now... uh Pittsburgh Penguins ownership facing uh, another lawsuit over alleged abuse, including uh, Bill Guerin, Mario Lemieux, um, which is crazy. Uh, apparently, a Penguins minor league assistant coach who was allegedly sexually assaulted by her husband's colleague is about to file a lawsuit against the coach in the Pittsburgh Penguins ownership group, said the law firm representing uh, Aaron's good lad. I guess you pronounce her name. Um it's ridiculous. And what's crazy is that apparently this came out in 2020. Like the allegations were made public in 2020, but I don't remember hearing anything about this one. No. Nothing. Mm-mm. And this is kind of, I think, where now we are again circling back around to the commissioner of the NHL where the owners are fucking pissed. Where it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Why would you cover this up? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. Like many NHL, see that's the thing too. With hockey, it's it's this this sucks because with hockey of all the sports, hockey is one of the most respected and like most well behaved of any like profession of like any like sports organization. Like between like baseball, football. Well, I mean, you look at the NHL. There's so many assaults on women and drunk driving and drug overdoses. Like there's they're not controlling their players in a way that they need to have structure and rules and regulations. Right. With the NBA, I couldn't even tell you if that's the same, but I know with the MLB, there's like steroids and there's fucking the Astros cheating the way they fucking did. Like there's scandals in other other sports. There's disturbing news in other sports. Right. Um, NHL, I've not really ever heard too much i guess no you you really don't that's that's kind of what i'm was saying i can't it's think like of anything in the um the basketball league off the top of my head the NBA. yeah um i can't think i can't think of anything off the top of my head it's usually mostly football and baseball that i hear about yeah football's the worst football is yeah. the worst by far 
Um, I feel like the NBA, there was a lot in the, I could be wrong, but I feel like there was a lot in the early 2000s, maybe 2010s, like early 2010s. But I think they've gotten a pretty good job of getting like a grip on like, just you're, you're, help, but helping like the players. Yes. It's not about just like controlling and making rules. It's about putting in mm-hmm. resources where they can actually get help or figure out how they need to navigate their right. life situations. And so uh, this is from Alan Walsh, who is a big time hockey journalist. Uh, I think he works for TSN in Canada. Uh, normally what he says is very, very, very spot on. Like, he doesn't normally miss when it comes to stuff like this. Um, one of the things this I'm going to read his three tweets that he put out. Um, he said, I'm hearing this morning that several NHL owners are very concerned and unhappy with Gary Bettman's leadership. I think even the owners realize it's time for a change in the NHL and the culture only changes from the top down. It is time to finally fire Bettman. From the way Gary has mismanaged the horrific events in Chicago to refusing to acknowledge a link between traumatic brain injury and CTE, for doing nothing to help retired players, for calling the NHL a family, for the player department of for the department of player suspensions, for the way the game has marketed, for the lack of any coherent global strategy, for turning his back on issues like painkillers, Ambien, and uh, other painkiller abuse for his lack of empathy and caring, and for his three lockouts and all of the fucking lies. It is time for Gary to go. I so agree. I didn't realize the commissioner was hired? Yeah. So why has he been in office this long? Because... Money? Yeah. Because the owners would make money off him. Because the, he's, a, he's an owner's commish. He's not a player's commish. He's an owner's commish. He's a businessman. He doesn't really understand the game of hockey. And I know Major League Baseball went through the same shit with their old commissioner. Um, pretty sure the NFL did, I want to say, well, the NFL is always in shit with Roger Goodell. He's a fucking idiot. Like, the fact, like, you know who Roger Goodell is. You've heard his name, right? No. You never heard of Roger Goodell and all the shit know, like he's I mean, covered I don't up. Pay attention. Well, it's him and Cronky are the ones getting sued by the city of St. Louis. Ah, okay. Because Cronky is now saying that like he's not going to pay off all the legal fees, even though he said he would, and that he's only doing everything. That, he's only doing stuff what Goodell is telling him to do. That he never won the move the Rams in the first place. Which oh, fuck him! Bullshit! Fuck him! Bullshit! But at the same time, I do think there's truth to that statement. Uh, Roger Goodell is a fucking idiot. He's a piece of shit. If Kroenke didn't want to move, he wouldn't have fucking moved. Let me just tell you that. Right, but when you have uh, 28 other owners also voting yes, move, relocate, that's the thing. It's bullshit. Goodell is in the more public about but it. But Goodell's in the pockets of all these owners. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, that Goodell, I think I think it does start with Goodell, then it goes to the owners, and then it went to the Rams. That's, that's what I think is what we're kind of finding out here. However, now Goodell is trying to throw Kroenke under the bus, and Kroenke's now th- trying to throw Goodell under the bus, and it's just like, oh, this is so great to watch. Yeah, let and, them fight each other. And now the NFL is trying not to uh, pay out any money. They're just trying to give us a team back again. I think we should... Get both? Yes, I think we should get the three... What was it? I think it's close to $3.8 billion that they owed the city. We should... Uh, we Because we're still paying on the fucking Edward Jones Dome. Yeah. We fucking built that. And we're like, we're still paying for we'll that in our that, taxes. Let's take that money. Let's take that money. Knock down the Edward Jones Dome. Rebuild a new stadium. Make one fucking awesome. And make it outside. Football is meant to be played outside. Yeah. Um, 
It's going to be cold, but I think it's okay. We've seen Green Bay go through it the entire Kansas City Chiefs can do it. We can, we can do it. Um, yeah, I would like to see the money and then a team. I want to see the money first. I don't care about the team. But exactly. on the final thing, I just hope the NHL kind of gets their shit together. I do hope Gary. I've been wanting Gary. I've been wanting Gary Bettman to get fired for a long fucking time. A You've been talking about it for a time. long time before any of this came yes. out. Yes. So if this is how we gotta get him out, I'll take it. I guess. But it's a cow beach. We fucking support you. And if anybody else is ever in this situation or anything like this, please go get help. Please find some help and speak up. All right. Let's play. Answer. The I guess, by the way, that was your face and heel of the week. Cool. <laughs> I still don't know how to end that. Any suggestions from the offenders out there? The offenders. Yeah, the offender maniacs. All right. So anyway, let's. we're moving on. Answer the internet questions as fucked up as you are by Barstool Sports. Um, so there's... Basically, it's a would-you-rather type game. It's an opinion game. You don't really um, win or lose. I mean, you can play to where um, it's like Cards Against Humanity in a way where you're collecting you play cards. With, if you play with, like, a bunch of people, you try to collect, like, ten cards or whatever to win. You try to come up with, like, the funniest answer, like, the best reason why. So right here in this pile, Katie, we have uh, answered the Internet cards, which is just questions. This pile right here is debate the internet i guess where you get into a debate and this pile right here is pull the internet so i guess it's a poll okay like a stripper poll okay okay all right um we're just gonna play this for fun we're not playing the get cards or whatever i'm fucking playing to win fuck you okay all right katie uh do you want to go first sure i will go first uh we'll do a um, answer the internet it's on the yeah questions side. as fucked up as you are what they all say that <laughs> i already read that well, I, where's that's, the polls and stuff katie it's the top of the card oh jesus okay um Christ. would you rather see everything that has occurred in the history of the world or everything that is going to happen in the future i think the past for sure why would you want to figure out if you see everything that's going to happen in the future, then what's the point? What's the point of life then? You already know what's going to happen. I think, it's, I think that would be extremely boring. That or you can make a lot of money off of being like, oh. Nah. Adidas is going to be the main shoe of the no, I, I, 22nd century. No, because I would like to see if what's like, because you can make money off the conspiracies and you find out the truth and everything. If you can learn about everything that's happened in history, you can make a lot of money that way. See, I think... Or I, you could just get killed. I think I would rather see everything that's occurred in history just to fucking... Just to fucking debunk the Bible. <laughs> and be like, no, that didn't fucking happen. Uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I was, was going to say that also. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're both atheists here. Yeah. I guess. Or something. Agnostics. Something. I'm just uh, Todd. That's just what Todd. I am. Uh, who would the most who would be the most can you read who would be the world's most dominant one-on-one basketball player if everyone was forced to play naked is this an answer to the internet Mm -hmm. who would be the most dominant basketball player if everyone was forced to play naked yep Shaq why do you say that because he's he's a fucking monster (laughs) 
He's, what else? He's, he's probably got, he's a, got a monster cock. He's probably got a monster dong. Yeah. I mean, it's Shaq. Actually, yeah. probably Barkley because you just want to get away. That's terrible. He probably would chase you. <laughs> he, he seems like such a shit. <laughs> he is a shit. <laughs> Still the best is when they're on the TNT panel for basketball. And uh, this was a few years ago. And... They're like, oh, by the way, if anybody's watching, the Chicago Blackhawks won in double overtime. If you were wondering about the NHL playoffs here tonight. And Barkley's like, yeah, I saw that game. That was a great game. Who won the other game? And the guy sitting next to him is like, Charles, aren't you supposed to be watching basketball so we can, you know, <laughs> talk about it on here while we're on air? And he goes, I was watching. I was watching both. I got two eyes, fool. <laughs> I got two TVs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going with Shaq. I have no idea. I'll say Shaq also. Or Michael Jordan just because he's competitive as fuck and he's going to make you lose. I don't know. Uh, Debate the internet. If you had to win a game, if you had to win a game show to stay alive, which game show would you choose? Squid Games. Oh, fuck that. (laughs) We have a dreamer. (laughs) He's sleeping. Um, um, yeah, that's not my, if you had to win a game show to stay alive, shit. Um, I probably do the prices right. I'm pretty good see, at that but game. Then, but then you get like a bullshit game, like, um, Plinko where it's just chance. Yeah. Um, see, so you could get the fucking worst luck of the draw. I'm going to go with shit. What am I going to go with? Wheel of fortune. Maybe? I was going to say probably wheel of fortune. I think that's your best odds. I'm just a terrible speller. See, I'm good. I'm good at Wheel of Fortune. I'm not. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go with Price is Right. I think dyslexic people are good at Wheel of Fortune because it's like, this is how we normally see words. You can already see it before it's spelled out all the way. (laughs) Is that backwards? Yeah. Okay. Mine is. I feel like there's another game show that I'm not thinking of. Deal or no deal? Oh, well, no. Make a deal to stay alive. All right, I win. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the other ones are too hard. You always think you could win them, and then in like real life, you would never be able to win it. No, no. Uh, debate the internet. If you could fuck anyone you wanted, but they die immediately after, oh who would God. you? Who would you pick? Oh my God! <laughs> I don't want anybody to die. Oh, I do. Jesus. Bill Cosby. You would fuck Bill Cosby. If he died right after, I'd take one for the team. See, that's not where my brain went. My brain went, mm-hmm. who was like once hot, but now is like fucked up. Bill Cosby. Yeah, that's a weird answer. I don't know. Fucking Donald Trump. I don't know. Ew. Why are you I actually don't want Donald people? Trump to die. I'm thinking of people who I don't want around anymore. I don't think I could like in good conscience fuck someone and know they're going to die if I, I know, actually like them. Think of like somebody that's like good looking but still did like fucked up shit like that so that way it's like you know not gross yeah i mean that's that's what i'm going at i don't even know i don't even have an answer for this one because yeah i don't i got nothing nothing is coming to mind yeah i think my way mine at least has good um justification and culture (laughs) <laughs> oh, she's worse than both of mine. She's the worst. She is the worst. She's bad. 
or what did Pete Davidson say to her on that Roblo roast? And I don't get it. Some people think that you're a bitch. I just don't agree with them. I just think you're a cunt. <laughs> you mean the roast of Ann Coulter, not Jeff Lowe? Yeah, Rob Lowe. Lowe. Jeff Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Let's go with pull the internet. Who has an easier job or who has the easier job? Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? Uh, my God, Easter Bunny. 100%. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's stupid. 100%. Uh, I like the poll the internets because the um, they show the percentage by barstool readers. Okay. So eighty three percent of barstool readers chose the Easter Bunny. That they have the e- easier job. Yes. Okay. Pull the internet. Waffles or pancakes? Pancakes. This one's tough. Pancakes. I think I'm gonna have to go with waffles. Nah, pancakes are more fun. You've seen the day do that shit with the pancakes. Oh, shut. That's the only reason why. 52% of Barstool readers chose waffles. Damn, split. Not really. Waffles won by 2%. Shut the but good, good try. Why do I always get the fucked up ones? Uh, answer the internet. Would you rather suck one dick for $50,000 or get $1,000 for every dick you suck? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It would depend on the dicks I had to suck. Like, do I get to choose them? I mean, if you suck. I mean, I feel like this could be doable, you know? I mean, I could make $365,000 in a year. Yeah, I mean. But I wouldn't want to. One dick every day for one minute, you wouldn't get $1,000. That's your job. It's probably not one minute. It's probably like 10 okay, minutes. But, okay, maybe do two dicks a day and think of how much money that is. It could be worth it. Do it for one year, two dicks a day. As long as nobody else knew about it, I probably would choose that option. Could become a millionaire. You could do three a day and you're close to a millionaire. I'll just do four a month. Fuck it. I make more than I make now. I mean, yeah. Unlimited money, really. Unlimited money. Yeah, I'm going to go with the unlimited money. As long as I nobody mean, else could figure it out. I'm a businessman, so I'm talking more business here, okay? And 50 grand for one time? Nah, not worth it. What am I going to do with 50 I mean, grand? It would be worth it, but... It's only a year's pay. Nothing much. But for 15 minutes, you are work a whole year? You don't... It's, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I would do that, and you know what? I'm changing my answer. I would do, suck one dick and get 50 grand and invest that shit. That'd be my dick money. Well, you're going to invest it in them. I would hire... What if it fails? I would hire an accountant and you can't to diversify my portfolio. But then, but then all the dicks you suck after that is free. You don't get any money then after that. I would only date rich dicks after that. that but you so wouldn't that would even get be rich paid. with that. No, I would only date someone who had money. So I would essentially getting, be getting paid. I guess so. Yeah, that's my answer is the one dick. Uh, I think you can suck it up for... No pun intended. Suck it up for a year. Do four dicks a day. You're a millionaire. It's just a lot of work. A lot of dicks. But is it worth it? Maybe, maybe not. What if you only have to suck the dick for like 10 seconds? Oh, then I would for sure do that one. I knew it. <laughs> Trapped you. Slut! Answer the internet. <laughs> would you rather have to tell your mom everything sexual you've ever done... Or have to show her your entire porn history. Oh, my God. What a tough question that is. Jesus Christ. I don't feel like there's a winning answer on that there's one. There's not. 
really think, I don't really care either way. My porn history is just as embarrassing as the sexual things I've ever done. But you never clicked on like a video, like to just see like what it was. And you're just like, ah, what well, the I mean, fuck? Yeah, we've all done that. But I would be like, hey, mom, that's that was an accidental click. And she'd be like, sure, honey. Well, I'd be like, I watched it, but like, I didn't go down that rabbit hole, you know? Everybody gets a couple bad porn clicks. <laughs> I feel like equal, mine are equally embarrassing of the things that I've done. What? What about you? You didn't answer. That was my question to you. I guess the history. <laughs> she can just assume what you're into, but not actually know the dirty details. I was studying, okay. Um, From the kid who opened up porn in their fourth grade class. I didn't open it up in my class. Well, you turned it on on the computer. I was in second grade, number one. Okay, number sorry. two, yes, we were looking at porn in second grade on the computer on dial-up internet. And then my dumbass friend, Frankie, jumped when the door opened to the basement. I was actually sitting on the couch watching fucking wrestling or hockey or whatever was on Nickelodeon that day. Cause I was done looking at boobies for the day. I thought you did it in school. No, oh. I was at home. But then I got caught again, like a month later. Cause I realized that there's this thing called the history. You're like, ah. And that's when I realized too. that's when I first learned to delete the history. And as you're eight years old. Yeah. That's why I'm so ad- like fucking advanced now. Jesus. All that porn you've been watching all these years. Yeah. Why do you think I'm so good? All right, poll the internet. What's better, being a cowboy or a pirate? Pirate. You could be Captain Jack Sparrow. You hate boats. I do hate boats. That's a good call. I don't. I don't like guns though either. I'm gonna say pirate because I feel like. Both of them lead miserable lives in the fact that they, like, have to find their food every day. I feel, yeah, I think a pirate would be so much better just because you get to see the world. Yeah. And you're stuck on a ship with, like, 50 men and you become, like, a brotherhood. Right. Versus, like, a cowboy. It's, like, the wild fucking west and you're camping every Yo night. Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Yeah, I'm going to say pirate. Yeah. You get to look for booty and rum. What's a pirate's fairy letter? What is it? What do you think it is? You want me to say C, but I know it's not C. No, it's R, you idiot. R. No, I'm kidding. It's the C. You're so disgusting. Um, Why am I disgusting? I'm just insulting you. That doesn't make sense. I'm insulting you. That's a terrible insult. Do better. Debate the internet. If you could put any franchise restaurant in your house, what would it be? I know exactly what it would be for you. What would it be? Alicia's Pizza. No. Emo's Pizza. Nope. Any franchise restaurant? I'm not counting pizza places here. Oh, okay. So, Sans Pizza. Um, pizza wasn't even the first thing that popped in my mind. What popped in my mind is a fast food restaurant. McDonald's? Fuck no. Taco Bell? No. Why do I not know your answer? I don't know. I feel like it's kind of obvious. Say what it is. Whataburger. Oh. Whataburger. That's not even in Missouri. Exactly. That's why I would want it in my house. That makes sense. Now, if we had some Whataburgers in St. Louis, maybe my answer would be different. Maybe it would be an Emo's then. Maybe it would be Alicia's Pizza. What would mine be? I think. I'm a tough one. Chick-fil-A. Fuck them. <laughs> no. Um, yours? And we're talking like 
restaurants that are like national, right? Uh, yeah, any franchise. Clementines. No, we live right next door to one. So it's a franchise. Um, hmm. I feel like is Peacemaker considered a franchise? Is there more than one, or is there's, that the only there's one? There's two or three. Ooh, would I have to pay for it though every time? Mm-hmm. See, if we're talking like that, see, that's why I think you should stick with fast food because, like, if that's the case, then I'm picking Twisted Tavern or Twisted Tree. Ooh, I'm doing Twisted Tree. Is that a franchise, though? No. I mean, it's owned by the Cybergs. Uh, it's not a fucking franchise. Okay. Well, that's why I think you should stick to fast food places. So, in your case, it would probably be um, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I think it would probably be Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. Talk, that's a good one. As long as I didn't get food poisoning from it. That, that's the only food that I've had food poisoning from three times that I still continue ooh, to eat no. there. I change it. I change it. So Whataburger or Bread Company. <gasps> Bread Co. Yeah. But I would only get like the same four things. It's Bread, Bread Co. Co. By the way, you Panera bitches. Panera bitches. Fucking idiots. <laughs> I don't know what St. Louis Bread Company is. Yes, you do. It's called St. Louis Bread Co. That's, it was founded in St. Louis, you dumbass. That's why it's called that. Idiots. All right. Uh, whose turn is it? Your turn. <laughs> Would you rather have your mom send you a nude or have her send all of your friends a nude? Me. I look at my mom nude. She's probably hot. It's just such a weird, <laughs> such a fucking weird question. What's your answer? I, th- I would say just me because I don't want my friends to see it because I feel like I would, you'd never hear the end of it. No, you would never. You would never hear the fucking end of it. You have it a hot mom. It would be a nightmare. Thanks, I guess. It would just be a nightmare. I would puke when I got it. I'd be like, thanks. So I'd be like, I'm, damn, mom, you're so hot. You saw your mom naked probably for the first four or five years of your life. I was a baby. Yeah. What? <laughs> You see your mom naked. It's not a big deal. Nudity is only weird in America. That is true. So. I still don't want to see it. I didn't have to say it was a sexy picture of your mom. It was just she's naked. It's a human fucking body. You're, you're... All right. Pull the internet. Is the Eiffel Tower. The sex position? Is Eiffel Towering a chick with another guy gay? <laughs> I don't is... even know what that is. The. Wait, read it again. Is Eiffel Towering a chick with another guy gay? No, that isn't, that's, the whole, that's the whole point of the Eiffel Tower. That's the whole point. Is it a blowjob and yeah, getting but, fucked but and they, then they... They have to like, yeah, they like basically high five the whole time. <laughs> that's just stupid. Nobody does that. <laughs> Nobody does that unless you want to be intimate with the other guy. I mean, I feel like people do do that. It's either you're in high school, college, or you're a porn star. Do I think it's gay? No. Do I think it's bisexual? Yes. <laughs> Which is queer. That's what they mean. Uh, I queer. Guess. I I think I think everybody's a little queer. There's a fucking spectrum and I'm on the straight end of that one. It's like what Seth Rogen says. I wish uh, I was more a little bit in the middle because I like women more than I like men. The night before Seth Rogen's like when he's accidentally has uh What's her name from the office? His phone, because they accidentally switched phones. He's like, "What oh. the fuck? Who is this?" And the person sends a picture of a dick, and they're like, "Oh, that's a nice dick." <laughs> He's like, "You like?" He's like, "Yeah, bro, that's a nice dick." <laughs> like, 
He's like, are you curious? And he's like, well, isn't everybody? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think a little bit, but I think it doesn't necessarily have to be. But if you, like, are holding hands, that's an intimate gesture. You're either got to be best buds with this person or you're a little bit queer. Or it's like... I'm losing my balance. Or like the <laughs> the woman in play is like Margot Robbie. Where you're like, I'm not gonna let my best friend miss out on a chance at Margot Robbie because she's amazing. Do you have to hold hands though the whole time? You're just like, yeah, high five, dude. <coughs> <coughs> no, no comment on that. I mean, uh, yeah. Cowabunga! You just talk like Ninja Turtles the whole time. Whoa, dude. Debate the internet. I lost my sigh. If you could only have four teeth in your entire mouth, where would they be? Four teeth? Yep. I guess my... Over here. The chewers? The chewers, yeah. My biters? Yeah, because you'd look stupid with buck teeth. But that would suck, though. Like, biting in the food, though. So you could get dentures or, like, implants. And I agree with you. I'd probably have uh, chewers on the top and the bottom. And then that way they could put a band around the chewer so I could have, like somewhat permanent teeth mm. yeah. stupid answer or whatever uh it's logical what is the meanest animal you think you could take in a fight oh fuck <laughs> um hmm a cat because i hate cats you literally so I would just... your 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 max level is like a, a house cat that's i mean the like meanest, that i'm saying that's the meanest cat you can handle as a house I cat i hate Cats, yeah, house yeah, cat. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's the no, not one. So we're going like to where we think we're maxed out. Yes, that's fucked up because I don't want to even think about hurting any animals. I like animals. I'm an so animal except guy. Except cats, elephants. I can take on an elephant. Oh, why would you want to do that? I can take on. I could punch an elephant. You could not. I know. No, elephants and penguins are my favorite animals. So no. Um, besides dogs, I hate people when you ask what's your favorite animal. They're like, uh, dogs. It's like. Come on. My, that's Pick my a answer. real animal. No, that's my answer. You think you could take a dog? No, I love dogs. So who can you beat up? A mouse? I don't even think I... No, I can't even pro- probably kill a mouse. What could I punch? <laughs> Maybe a chicken? Like a rooster? At least you have like a boxing fight with a kangaroo. You know, it, it could, could be knock like your a, ass out. It, yeah, I could knock them out. I'm gonna say a like rooster. that one kangaroo, <laughs> a rooster. Yeah, yeah. Like that one video though of the kangaroo that had the dog in the headlock, yeah. and the the owner comes running out, <laughs> squares up with the fucking kangaroo. After he gets the dog free, shoes the dog away, and he squares up with the kangaroo. It just smacks it around the head. <laughs> it's like fuck you. It like walks away. He's like, don't touch my son. Like, See, I think it would have to depend on the situation. Like, could I fight my dogs out of a situation with other like big ass dogs or a kangaroo? Probably. I'm like, mama bear would kick in. Um, would I win? I'm not sure. Would I throw myself into the fight? Probably yes. Yeah. But I probably could take a rooster if unprovoked. I think I would let a dog bite me. Because I love dogs so much. Like, I guess you had some pent-up aggression. I guess I fucked up. Actually, I take that back. I would punt a dog if he bit me. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> Horrible. Um, I don't even know. Cat. I'm going with cat. Cat. I'm I going can't think of anything right now. I'm drawing a blank. I think I little, smoked a little too much of the dibs. Um, okay. It's your turn. Is it? No, I just went. I read that one. I read it. It's right here. Oh. 
That's not even in the right pile either. Yes, it is. Answer the internet. So let's debate the okay, internet. Okay, fine. Maybe you're right. God, you're high. <laughs> Answer the internet. If your mom and your girlfriend switch bodies and the only way to get them back to normal is to bang one of them, which one would you fuck? So, <laughs> I'd say I guess I'm single. Peace, bitches. <laughs> I'd fuck you in your dad's body because I would just close my eyes and pretend it was you. I'd rather fuck you than actually your dad and have that like hanging over. At least like it would just be your memory and my memory and it would be different bodies. That's weird. I don't. You can't answer that one. I don't. Yeah. But I think I, would, big, I think I would break up with you. Be like, sorry. I'm out. I'm going to go find a different girl now. <laughs> one, one that that's, doesn't look one like that's my not mom. my mom. <laughs> You jinxed them so bad, by the way. <laughs> He's sleeping. Come on. Okay, it's your turn. Oh, fine. You jinxed them. Before we started, they're, like, they're getting so good about not moving, especially when we do the podcast, and he's over here kicking the He's fucking sleeping. door. You still lost. What's better, A, oral sex, or B, normal sex? Or, wait, it says A, normal sex, B, normal sex? It has a question mark on the B, on B for whatever reason. Like, why? what is normal sex? Yeah. I'm going to say B. Yeah. My normal sex 70, is pretty good. 70% of Barstool readers said normal. Okay, cool, cool. We'll do another poll. Um, which is a cockier thing to say? You never outkick your coverage. What? Can you read? Which is a cockier thing to say? You never outkick your coverage or you always outkick your coverage. I don't know what outkick your coverage means. Was that a football thing? I'm kind of high. I'm thinking of Geico. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking car insurance <laughs> as well. We'll go with the next one. No, I'm not reading that one. Why? It's fucked up. Would you rather fuck Kelly Ripa if it had to be a threesome with... Would you fuck Kelly Ripa if it had to be a threesome with Regis Philbin? No. Sure. You're a millionaire! That's what you would say when you're coming. 60% of Barstool readers said yes. <laughs> yeah, so they it's would, hilarious. Like, hey, what's up, Regis? <laughs> they would do a threesome. And that's when, yeah, exactly. That's when you, how you can answer the other Eiffel Tower question. If if Regis Philbin required you to do See, the Eiffel Tower, would They're you like, fuck Yeah, Kelly let's Ripa? go, Regis! I want to be a millionaire! <laughs> Uh, let's go with, would you rather bang a bunch of models, but nobody knows, or actually fuck them, but have everyone think you did? What? Would you rather bang a bunch of models, but nobody knows, or not actually fuck them, but have everybody think that you did? Mm, that one doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to bang the models, at least I get some satisfaction. Probably bang the models. Oh, yeah. This one doesn't matter to me, but... Well, I'm just saying, like, bang it's, it's not like... You just gotta wait for me to say it first. Don't laugh. <laughs> Would you rather be the best-looking person in the world or be able to read minds? Best-looking. Yeah, I think so, too, because I think if I could read people's minds, it would fucking fuck with me. Oh, you would get... I think you would get depressed immediately. Yeah, I would... Yeah, it would you're in my good. mind, you're in depression. Is that what happens? Yeah, because you would, I you would hear my thoughts of being like, "She's such a bitch." Yeah, 
fucking hate her. Yeah. God damn it, bro. Why didn't I just Eiffel Tower that one chick back in the day? It would have been so much different. It's your fucking turn. Go. And? Go. <laughs> Love the dry, awkward silence. I'm sure it's not making anybody uncomfortable listening to this. If you could start a football team with any fictional quarterback, who would it be? Shane fucking Falco. I don't even have to think about that one. Shane Falco in a heartbeat. Who's from the Shane movie Falco? The Replacements, Keanu fucking Reeves. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah, Shane Falco in a heartbeat. Not even, a, not even, a, I didn't even have to think about that one. Like, that was just, boom. Gotta have heart. You know? Okay. Shane Falco. Lost a tiny bloody money on him. What a shame it was. <laughs> the Irish kicker. Mm-hmm. And um, then when they get into the fight at the, and the they go to jail and they start dancing to, uh, they start singing, um, no, no, from outer space. I just walked in and found that said, look upon your face. Could I change that stupid block? Or look. Now well, she's back I... to bother me. Oh, I'll go. I will survive. Jesus Walk Christ. Out the door. Holy fuck. Just turn around. It took me that long to think of the name of that song. That's how we win trivia. Oh my God, that's how we win trivia. <laughs> yeah, but Shane Falco, I mean, that is, I think, to this day. Katie keeps, by the way, Katie keeps picking up cards and being like, oh my God, no, not reading that one. And I'm or reading. I no, don't but, understand no, but, it. But then I read them and I'm like, yeah, we're not reading that one on there. <laughs> um, but uh, Shane Fowl, I mean, the replacements, if you've never seen the replacements, turn this off. You have my permission to turn this off and go watch that movie right now because this is one, aside from Miracle, that is the best sports movie ever made. I agree. And I've seen that long before I met mm-hmm. you. The, the one sports movie I probably ever watched. It's underrated. It's a really underrated movie. It's so good. And John Favreau's in it. Who's John Favreau? Uh, the director of Iron Man. He's happy oh, in Iron Man. Oh, he is in it. Yeah. He's a football player. Yeah, the guy that basically He's created. crazy. Yeah. 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 Anytime he sees the color red, man, yeah. he just wants to go through it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing that Jim and I used to always quote? Was It, it wasn't you gotta have heart, was it? I think so. I think it was that. No, because we were like, and that was the replacements. I don't, I don't fucking know. You and Jim go off if on tangents. If you don't like it, you can get the fuck out of here. Look. More meatloaf. I don't even know what he says. I forget what he says. Oh, look. More cake. I think is what he says. And he runs <laughs> away. Because he starts ripping on like a guy like that was in prison or whatever. And then he rips on. He's like, yeah, that's why I hate pigs too, man. The police, they're always in our business. And he looks over at John Favreau and he's like, I'm a cop. So he's sitting in between both of them now, like just pissed off both of them. Like, but no, that was the answer to the end that, uh, I don't know how it went off. I don't know if it was funny to anybody listening. I laughed. Or if it was just enjoyment between us two. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it went over. If it didn't do well, well, you guess what? You get a bonus episode we'll, of it too. We'll just do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll just do it again. Whether you like it or not. I could feel like it could be really fun with a bunch of people. Oh, yeah. For a bunch of people, it'd be good. Yeah. Might have to do that with the ABC guys. Make them feel uncomfortable. Let them get offended. Ooh. See what Ooh. you did there. Ooh. All right. One, two, three, finish. One, two, three, finish. Um, spoopy season is over, but the fall is still fucking here, at least for a week here in Missouri. So soaking up every fucking day that it's 60 degrees outside. Two... 
I had a great time at Bleachers. Very excited to be seeing concerts in person again. Bleachers did fucking phenomenal. Um, probably the best live performance I've seen since Matt and Kim, actually. Like the most like upbeat. Energetic. Yeah. Like most entertaining to watch on the stage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and three, happy fucking Scorpio season. Ooh. Gross. Uh, my number one, U2's new song is fucking fantastic. And it was announced actually uh, like 10 minutes ago that in the new movie Sing 2, Bono and U2 will perform several of their hit songs throughout the movie with like actors and actresses that are in the movie. Scarlett Johansson will be with U2 singing I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For is one of them. And I still haven't found... Oh my God, you're so off key. Jesus, never sing that song ever again. Do not ruin it for anybody. Jesus. And they will also sing Where the Streets Have No Name, uh, sung by the cast, uh, Tori Kelly, Taryn uh, Egerton, who I think played uh, Elton John in that Elton John movie, Scarlett Johansson, Reese Witherspoon, and Nick Kroll. And it is out on December 17th. At a bonus track, the cast will be singing Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. Uh, Bono will not be a part of that ensemble bonus Why? track. Why? That's the best Bono song for Christmas. Snow is coming down. I'm watching it fall. Baby, please come home. This singing deck the halls. But it's not like Christmas at all. Now remember when you were here and all the problems we had last year. Christmas. <laughs> oh my God. Christmas. All right. My number two, Jesus Christ. I never got off tangent on a one, two, three finish before, I don't think. Uh, my number two, uh, Bleachers, was fantastic. Go listen to the new album, Take the Sadness Out of Saturdays. It's a fantastic album. Uh, and number three, uh, let's go. Wednesday night. You, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. AEW Dynamite, and followed by the NHL on TNT. Let's fucking go. And tonight we got the Blues. We just get AEW right into the St. Oh, Louis Blues. Just get it, just get it. Oh, yeah. I hate you. Oh. I hate you. Aye, Poppy. All right. Well, you can find Offended wherever you get your uh, podcast just by searching. No, I did that backwards. Never mind. Let me do this again. You can find Offended on all social media platforms at Offended Pod. Uh, make sure you go check out anythingbutcredible.com for all your network needs, including Offended, the Anything But Credible podcast, Going Off Topic podcast, the uh, What's Your Bliss podcast, Movie Merge podcast, which I'll be a part on pretty soon. Not a big deal. The Spacing Out podcast. Go check them out all at anythingbutcredible.com. Um, go check it out and also make sure to subscribe to all those podcasts I just name on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, follow, give us a five star motherfucking rating, and maybe we put out a t shirt for the holidays. You know, maybe uh, you got you can't figure out what to buy your loved one. Maybe you just buy him a fended t shirt. Maybe you do that. I don't know. Hey, honey, what do you want for Christmas? I think the offended podcast t shirt. Wow, what a great idea. Probably going to be available at ProWrestlingTees.com pretty soon. Go check it out. Nothing? No, no. I have nothing to say after that. Yeah, I think I'm going to play that. I think I'm going to take that snippet and use it as commercial on everything. Good. So, that's great. Hey, man. Drugs are bad, okay?
Well, what the fuck? It's from South Park. You didn't know that, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, the Quave Sisters. Pretty sure why I'm just quaved. <laughs> All right, we gotta get out of here. Um, we're getting way too slap happy and high right now. It's not even seven o'clock yet. Oh my god! All right, for KK Naked Lady, I'm Tricky, and this has been Offended, presented by the Anything But Credible Network. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, bitches. Bye.